What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Weekly, uh, your February 7th episode this Friday. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I am here with Shibby, Shibby120 on Instagram and YouTube, and oh. Matthew, who is XUserateX on all the social medias. How's it going? It's going, man. It, it is What's raining. What's up? Shibby, you just posted a new video I saw. Ooh. On your YouTube what, channels. What's that? So you just posted a new video I saw on your YouTubes. I just finished it. I spent all night finishing it. So, yeah, I haven't gone to bed. been awake for like 36 hours. So <laughs> I'm ready to sleep after this. Me? If you start just making noises and like incoherent babbling, we'll understand. Well, if, okay, you, uh, if you're listening to this and you want to know all the Nintendo rumors that happened in January... Go make sure to check out Shibby's video on YouTube. It's at Shibby120 on YouTube. And he also has a giveaway going on Instagram that you haven't had nearly enough people sign up for yet. Not yet. It's only <laughs> at a few hundred, so I need I need some more work on my plate. Mm-hmm. Shibby120 Instagram. Check it out. Well, um, on top of that kind of... Uh, as we get into this episode, this episode's going to be a topic of the show. We had a couple different PlayStation 5 news uh, articles this past week. So we're kind of going to throw them all into one jumbled uh, topic this week as we talk about what happened with the PS5 this week. Um, and then we also got uh, some news on the new Switch model and then what that mystery port was on the back of the xbox that we talked about a couple weeks ago so stay tuned to all that um this episode is available on podcast services around the globe from apple Podcasts to spotify to our facebook which is facebook.com backslash logon games and you can also follow us on twitter at logon games um but we are also partnering with a website uh called ouchthathurts.com and what this website is, is a lot of gaming news, a lot of gaming reviews. I know we don't do a lot of reviews on this podcast unless we've played something early. Hopefully some more of that will happen. But if you want to get your fix on reviews and some like some first looks and all that kind of stuff. And there's also other podcasts on this website. Uh, then check them out at ouchthathurts.com. And I believe they have social media pages as well. And that's... Ouch, that hurts. All spelled the normal way, except for hurts is spelled H-E-R-T-Z. So it's a little different. Um, nice. So make sure, make sure to check them out. And if you want to listen to us on, uh, on that outlet, if you're, this is your first time, then welcome. Uh, and thanks for listening to us. This podcast is uploaded every Friday uh, that there is a Friday. So, you know, February has it's less Friday. days. It's Friday. It's so Friday. the same amount of Fridays. Fried eggs. Copyright infringement. We need to get Rebecca Black on the podcast. (laughs) Hey, she's making this, man. That would be awesome. Absolutely. Turns out y'all need to apologize to her. By the way, if you if you bullied her when you were fifteen and you're listening to this, you need to apologize. I purchased that song on iTunes. 
She she got a dollar. Oh, then you're good. That was actually she probably only got like thirteen cents of it, but still. That's that's fine. You don't need to apologize, and everybody else, you need to go. (laughs) (laughs) We have Ronnie's podcast. She's got that Friday money. She's got that Friday money. Um, so yeah, again, this is uploaded every every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's gonna be on ouchthathurts.com. It's also on our Facebook page. If you have anything that you want to us to talk about, or you have a comment about something we said on the show, uh, you can go to our Facebook or Twitter, send us a tweet, however you want to do it, and we will talk about it on this show. Um, and we've had some some listening listener questions in the past, so uh, get on that if you want to do so. Um, and now we are going to go on to the weekly news, a uh, couple news topics, and like I said. There's actually a lot of PS5 news topics that we're going to get to a little bit later. Um, So we're just going to throw all those in one topic of the week. But a mere maybe 15 minutes after we uploaded our podcast last Friday, um, Nintendo, Mr. Nintendo himself, came out and said basically that they have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model in 2020. Um I am going to try and find that report where it actually says. I'm so, going to scream. How how are you feeling right now, Shimmy? How you? I'm going to scream. <laughs> out of joy. Or I of- said I said it last week, didn't I? Not I said I said, hey, what if these little reports of uh, oh yeah, Q1? There's going to be production of a new Switch. What if that, you know, the leaks were just, you know, it was the Animal Crossing Switch the whole time? Uh, unfortunately, you're correct. At least part of the leak. At least part of the leak that made yeah. DigiTimes go, oh, hey, that's production of a new Switch. Hey. Yeah, and it's it's a little weird, and that's I guess this is just a, uh, you know, what you learn about rumors and such and what to believe in how, how rumors are just that rumors uh, about this time last year when they came out saying uh, that there was a switch, like when it ended up being the switch light and there was also a switch pro version, both in development and blah, 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 blah. Um, did to be released in 2020, but the things or to be released in both in 2019. And then, uh, for them to have issues and mm-hmm. they push back. But now it seems like maybe that wasn't true after all. Maybe we were or maybe. bamboozled. It seems like every year, every year we're just like, oh, no, it's coming out next year. Yeah. So, so they what I took from that is confirmed January 1st release. That's what I took from that. Exactly. Exactly. So it sounds um, like. Yeah, so they they Nintendo released basically – uh, a whole report on sales and games and all sorts of stuff. You can actually find this online um, pretty easily. So what they said, they said, regarding to Nintendo Switch, we believe it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both Nintendo Switch systems and expand the, in- expand the install base. Please note that we have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model in 2020. And that's where it ended. Yeah! And then after that, they talk about uh, the Animal Crossing Switch and blah, blah, blah. So that's what they said. Um, no plans. So my key takeaway is no plans to release 
you know, what if they accidentally release one? You know, they didn't plan exactly. on it, but hey, did, yeah. whoops, here's a Switch Pro. They didn't say there will not be a Nintendo Switch model in 2020. They said there's <laughs> exactly. no plans. Yep. And that also means that there's also a possibility that it could be announced in 2020. Maybe it doesn't come out till next year, but maybe... I mean, maybe at E3, they're just like, here's our Switch Pro, but it's not going to be a spring 2021 or whatever. But technically, they're not releasing that in 2020, but it is possible that maybe they show off. Yeah, we will not let this rumor die. No, we will, we will not die. stop talking Nintendo about this. The fans will not let any rumor die until That's they true. slap but us in the face. I do think that there's some merit to, to, the, to that, though, just because if the other new systems are coming out holidays this year, it would make sense that the switch would wait a bit and say, you know, whatever first quarter or spring or something like that of 2021 be like, all right, here's our new system that can play the ports of those new games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, on the anniversary of the, of the original. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We, like we said last week in our episode, like it doesn't really make sense for them to come out with it competing against these new consoles like so it either pretty much has to be like either the summer or like december or or beyond so it doesn't Mm -hmm. really so you know that that could be what they're thinking like let's just not release this this summer let's wait uh a year or half a year or whatever um but they also said i'm trying to find it um he also said basically that they feel like the Nintendo Switch is halfway through its life cycle. So people are taking that as, oh, we're not going to get a new Switch model until 2023, at least, like at the earliest. So No, I, I don't think that's accurate. I mean, if, we, if, it, if they didn't do anything and it went that long, it would just be a Switch 2. Wouldn't, they wouldn't come out with a Switch Pro. They would just be like, here's our new thing. Whether Probably. it's a Switch, Switch U. <laughs> that's it the yeah we <laughs> the we you switch uh, the, we switched it on you no Dude. it's nintendo so it'll be like it'll be uh uh the new it'll literally be called the new switch the new switch you <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah so it's very interesting um but again that's not going to stop us nintendo fans from every nintendo direct for the rest of our lives being like this is the one this is the one where they fool it when they fool us and they say well there's no need for a new switch for nintendo products there's need for a new switch for ports of the other games so that's dang that's facts wow that's big facts well, well nintendo's proven over and over and over if a game is fun people will buy the system Mar- nobody's gonna you say steal the graphics on luigi's mansion i mean yeah uh, yeah luigi's no. mansion is awesome was awesome animation i mean they they do an incredible job with what they have don't get me wrong but there's a reason that zelda does not look like final fantasy 15 or you know stuff like that it's just they're just if the game is fun they know people will pay for it and they have such a reputation on on their first party titles that, you know, their games are going to be fun. And then I guess if you count Pokemon, it's, it's first party ish, I guess. Right. Or is it first party? Yeah. Or, I, I don't mean, know. but might as well be. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And so if a game is fun, people are going to buy their system. So they don't, they, they're in no need 
of a, of a Switch Pro for their stuff. It, obviously, it'll help or True. look better or whatever. But it's all about the ports. That's really the the entire reason for for the new Switch model or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of ports, we'll move on to our next article here. Uh, it's Platinum. a very important one. Nice. <laughs> Platinum Game has now surpassed no! $1 million to support the wonderful 101 remaster Kickstarter campaign. Um, so basically, probably not many of you know this game. It's because it was a Wii U game. Um, and I believe it to came out somewhere near the end-ish of the Wii U life cycle. I don't remember. Cause I, I oh, remember so like a couple I months after the Wii U came out? Gotcha. Well, I remember it coming out and being oh, like a gameplay because I don't have a Wii U uh, anymore because I got rid of it. So I don't remember when exactly that was. But basically, um, it had they made a Kickstarter to for a remaster and with a bunch of stretch goals. Um, so and they met all of them. So it's it's coming to Switch. It's coming to the PC. It's coming to the PS4, and I just believe it's coming to Xbox. I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. But I know it's at least coming to Switch, PC, and PS4. Um, so if you were a Wonderful 100 fan, or you don't know what the game is... 101. 101. I don't know why I keep saying 100. Even though I'm looking at it. But, uh, yeah. Go check out the trailer. Maybe it's something you're into. I believe it's a co-op game. So, could work well on the Switch there. Andrew likes all of them except for one. And so he just there's calls one it of them. There's one of them. I just... I can't, I can't do it. Um, so let's move on from that. Uh, a couple podcasts ago, we talked about the leaked photos of the Xbox Series X um, that somebody tweeted out. Um, and we looked at the ports and we looked at the console itself or what is appears to be uh, the console that will be released this fall sometime. Um, and so Xbox uh, had a little insider blog um, that talked about a little bit of this. And um, they said that the narrow port between the HDMI and the digital audio port uh, may be meant for expandable storage. Um, so that is, could be what it is, uh, the port is for storage. You heard expansion. it here first. Memory according, cards. According to people familiar with Microsoft's plans, they say the port is for storage expansion and offers a Series X as a workaround as games continue to expand in size. So that's interesting. The one thing I will say is that's still like it, it still looks a little weird to me. So maybe it's like you have to have this adapter. Or maybe it is just like a little SD card slot. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm not, Mr. Mi- I'm not Mr. Xbox. It's for memory cards. But um, bringing, that, bringing them back. Maybe they are. And that could be one way to keep the price down as well. Like maybe sure. it's not going to be a terabyte like people think. Maybe they're going to put a 500 gig SSD or whatever in there um, so they can price it at 399 or whatever. And then they have this... Yeah, I wonder. Can... Uh, yeah, I and I wonder what the stats are on how many people just use a, a external anyway. Because either you you don't really buy digital, or you buy a digital and you're a gamer and you've got the external like me. I wonder 
And so maybe they're just figuring, hey, people are buying their own externals anyways. Like, yeah. well, let's just go all in on it. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of of the same way. Like when you get a console, a brand new one, like when the Series X comes out, um, you're not going to necessarily fill up that hard drive. By the time you get to the point where it's like you need to delete some games before you can update or whatever, you might just be like, you know, well, I'll just go get some expandable storage at that point. Um, and, it'll, and again, that's a way to keep the cost down and such. And like for the Switch, that's what I did at launch, which was just get a 128 gig SD card from the get go and just be like, all right, like if I'm going to get the Switch day one, might as well like go all out. So, if Xbox is doing something similar to that, that could be pretty cool. And hopefully, PlayStation will follow. Because I know many of people that run out of storage on their consoles right now. Me. (laughs) That is one of them, yes. Um, But speaking of PlayStation, let's go ahead... And uh, we'll get into our topic of the week right here. Um, So a lot of news articles came out about PlayStation this week. Um, I don't know exactly where to start, but I'm going to start here in the middle. Um, So Sony has a PlayStation 5, basically PlayStation5.com now. So they have an official website that they put out this past week. Um, And so... What it says on this website is basically launches holiday 2020. Uh, they says we've begun to share some incredible features you can expect from PlayStation 5, but we're not cu- quite ready to fully unveil the next generation of PlayStation. Sign up below to get all the dates, body, blah, blah, blah. So what that says to me is that we are not going to get a event anytime soon and that they are more than likely waiting to see what Xbox does, uh, especially price-wise, before they decide to unveil their cards. I think they could probably just unveil everything except for the price, but they know that that would cause some backlash, so you might as well wait until you can unveil the price, too. Possibly. Um, But again, that is interesting that we were kind of all expecting... PlayStation's not going to be at E3, so we kind of expected, you know, first half. So now it's just like, are they going to wait until maybe April or May and do something right before E3? Or are they going to wait till after, after Xbox has already said everything about their stuff, more than likely? Um, so, tis interesting. Um I'm reading this article here. Yeah, I bet they uh I bet they do a little teaser before E3, just kind of like I mean this is kind of this is this statement's pretty pretty teasing. It's it's working on me. It's like it's so vague and it's kind of like nonsensical in a way, but then at the same time it also does give you little plants of of hope in there. So I bet you some more, you know, they do I, I bet they play with you some more before E3 and then after E3 just Boom. Do you think it'll be you think they'll you think it'll be after E three or dur- or during? Or it'll probably be like right after Microsoft. Who knows, huh? I don't know. It's 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 a slippery slope because it's like 
how traditionally how things have gone is once they announce the consoles and the price and everything, they do kind of the big blowout, whether that's at E3 or before, usually at E3 from in the past. Then, like, the next day is when pre-orders go live. And so do you really want to, if that's the case with Xbox, like if Xbox is going to do their big blowout, pre-orders are going to go live the next day right after their E3 conference. Is PlayStation really going to wait, you know, because uh, how many people are going to be like, well, right. I'll just pre-order the Xbox now. Or are they going to be like, well, I'll wait to see what PlayStation does, you know. So PlayStation will be coming in. So you're thinking they need to the next day. They need to hit it. I mean, it's got to be. It's got within a couple weeks. It's got to be close. Yeah. Are they gonna? I mean, they won't. PlayStation fans are the PlayStation fans, but there are a lot. Like even with with me and Matthew, like we were 360 people up until this generation. Uh, We played mostly the Xbox 360 for 100 percent for all of our multiplayer stuff. Um. But the most part of that generation we spent on the 360, although we did play the PS3 quite a bit. But then, you know, the whole Xbox debacle happened for the Xbox One, and we were like, well, we'll just switch over to PlayStation. So that E3 was important in the, in the fact for PlayStation just kind of destroyed Xbox and got such a huge head start, and Xbox can never catch up this generation. So it's weird. <laughs> it'll, be, yeah. it'll be weird if they, you know, Xbox comes out and it, it's awesome and they have i mean they have halo as a launch title um you know what's halo exactly um so i mean i don't know it's going it's it's a slippery slope so are they gonna do it would be really funny is if they like did their like blowout they just didn't say the price like in may and then like right after xbox's conference they just tweeted out the price and it's like $50 $50 cheaper than whatever Xbox said there was. So Xbox comes out and is like, ours is 500 and then Greasy. They just, tweet out, they just tweet out $400 and that's it. And people will be like, oh my gosh. That's greasy. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, we'll see how it all plays out, I guess. Um, Chief Financial Officer Hiroki Totoki. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm saying it. Um, stated he intends to ensure. I think he a, nailed it. Exactly. He intends to ensure a smooth transition for Sony from PS4 to PS5. <sighs> but he was questioned on how well he will do this, uh, such as cost that Sony can control. Um, and this is what he said about the cost of Sony. So bear with me, because this is a, a couple paragraphs. But uh, he says first, we must absolutely control the labor cost. Uh, the person, the personnel cost, uh, it must be controlled, and it leads to what should be recognized as costs. We will definitely control that, and the initial ramp up. How much can we prepare initially? Uh, will work on the production and the sales, and we will have to prepare the right volume as we launch this. What is not very clear or visible um, is because we are competing in that space, so it's very difficult to discuss anything about price time price at this point of time and depending upon the price level we may have to determine the promotion that that we are going to deploy and how much cost we are prepared to pay so it's a question of balance so basically what i gather from that is we it depends on what the xbox price is a little bit um because for example he talks about 
the price that it costs to promote the PS5. So, obviously, if they're not taking as much of a loss on their console, say they're both 500, say Xbox and PlayStation are 500 or whatever, then they have their marketing budget they can do. However, if they wait on Xbox and they want to beat them and the Xbox comes out at 500, so they co- PlayStation comes out at 400, then that the cost that they're going to eat is going to come out of somewhere else, whether it's promotion or whatever. So that's just another another loophole Sony's going to have to uh, jump through. But I will ask this to both of you. You, would, you wouldn't think that they don't know what they're doing. You would think they skipped E3 on purpose because they have a plan in place on exactly how they're going to unroll everything and that they think it's a good plan. So my question to y'all is, do you think this is good or bad news for Sony? Like whether they wait I, or they come out in front or whatever. I think it is. It's one of those that I'm. I think it's fine because I I trust them based on this. Con this last eight years or whatever it's been, um, because the PS3 was in a pretty terrible launch situation, and. That you know they released it. It was just way too expensive and all this kind of stuff. And honestly, the PS3 is a console better than the 360 as a console, minus the online stuff. Yeah. And that's and that's why Microsoft just killed it. And then they fixed that for the PS4. And you and it seems like, at least to me, that most of the decisions they've made over the last generation of console is um, they've made decisions. For the fans, sure they're making money off of it, but they know that they'll make money if they sell more than the other console. Well, you sell more than the other consoles by doing stuff that your people want. So, I don't know. I I trust that they're doing the right thing. That doesn't mean they're going to. So what yeah. are you going to do? One of these weeks is going to be Wednesday. Exactly. <laughs> well, I will Mo- say motivation. This. Um. <laughs> Like I said a second ago, Xbox has Halo as a launch title. Now I know that it's also going to be available on Xbox One, but it's like PlayStation has to have something to compete with that at launch. Um, right. Just because you yeah. lose launch doesn't I mean... I never thought of it as... Yeah, exactly. See, I don't know... Yeah, I never thought though. of it as PlayStation... Being, uh, yeah, not knowing what they're doing. I mean, I think it's interesting that they outright said that they don't have a price point yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yikes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense, but that's. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, but, uh, like I said, I think if they, if, if the games are there like they have been for this generation, it won't necessarily matter. Um, and like I said, they could even lose out. They could even lose to Xbox as far as the first year, and still come back and kind of win, in, uh, exactly. uh, sales-wise at least. Um, but from the get-go, you're True. having to compete with a brand new Xbox system, with a brand new Halo game, which is basically the holy grail of of Xbox when it comes to games. So, 
launch wise. Right. I don't know if, if Godfall and a new whatever, like for example, last PlayStation launch, it was like we have a new Killzone game and uh, Infamous, which was cool, and then like a family friendly game or whatever. I don't know if that route is going to really help the launch going against the Halo. Unless they announce things like, you know, Not this is the all. launch. The fir- within the first year, you know, and they show a, a God of War 2 trailer or something like that, then that that's something, even though it won't come out at launch, that will still get people to pre-order your system over the yeah. others. But mm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see what happens, boys. Um, another thing, yeah. another, another PlayStation news outlet rumor survey broke. So Sony sent out a survey to PlayStation 4 owners asking some some questions here. Um and it sparked some conversation. So they they asked they had some survey questions such as a feature for a low power <laughs> mode to help control battery life um to help control battery life of the device using remote play and like how appealing is that to you? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then it asks the, uh, the ability to, the ability to PS4 remote play on more devices. Example, being able to play on Nintendo switch, Apple TV or Android TV was one of the questions. Um, so the fact that switch is in there made people kind of freak out a little bit. Um, because that would mean that not only has Sony been seeing this partnership with Xbox and Nintendo going on, that they might want to try and get involved in that space. Um, thoughts should be on if Nintendo Switch had PlayStation, well, like a PlayStation app on there, we could click that and it would be remote play to your PS5. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I guess it's possible, but it's also possible that they were just giving examples to try and paint the picture in the person's mind what they were getting at. I'm almost trying to translate Nintendo Switch, Apple TV, or Android TV. You know what I mean? I'm almost trying to think, what if those three devices, they're actually talking about something else? Mm -hmm. It's possible. Mm. Maybe. Um. I don't know if they would just be that blatant, you know? Sure. Well, I, I think... <laughs> they could be. A lot of these questions for them, I I, th- I think that obviously they have the numbers. And I don't have the numbers, so I could be shooting out of my butt. But I don't know the amount of people that actually used remote play in general. When even, either when it was on the Vita or when they put it on PCs or when they put it on Mac. Or they're like, hey, you can stream from your iPhone now or whatever. Right. I think maybe there was a big like kind of bump at first because people wanted to see like how it was. But even if it worked, it's like how many times are you really going to play on a remote play device, you know? So I think maybe they're asking this just to see if they need to even spend time on remote play at all. Or maybe they're asking that because they know that they're doing it and they just want to see if Switch owners... Are are interested in this because then it's like, or maybe uh, they're work. Maybe they're thinking of developing 
a system like Switch, and this is kind of their way of saying, like, hey, would you get? Hey, there's so their way of asking, would you would you care about that kind of yeah. ability? That's just me. I'm trying to think of corporate kind of trickery, I guess. Yeah. So for this generation, it's it's died. It's kind of died down lately, but um, it was like a growing joke almost where it was like people don't need an Xbox. You know, you have your Switch and your PS4 and you're good. You have your PS4, you play at home, and then you have your Switch, you play on the road. And nobody buys an Xbox because there's not the first party games that are, they just aren't there. So a part of it is maybe Sony's thinking like, listen, like the perfect gaming rig is if you have a Sony device so you can play at home and then you have your Switch device that you can play on the road. And that kind of leaves Xbox out of it, which is their main competition. And so maybe they're just kind of trying to play into that a little bit. Like, listen, we're going to put our app on Switch. So not only can you play your PlayStation at home, you can also use that device to play on the road. But who knows how much... I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Shoot. How much do you think you would use this, Matthew, if it came to it? Um, I would like to think that I would use it some. I really do. I if it worked well, that's the other thing too. It's um, all based on internet speeds and whatnot. But if it works well, I would totally use it. Um, yeah, I especially would. for games that like this. This could eliminate. This could eliminate the need for um, a Switch Pro to put ports of games onto the Switch. Could I mean obviously that's a stretch, but. It could yeah. it could cover that gap some, you know. Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that's Nintendo's plan as well, because because they know more than we do. But maybe their plan is like, listen, they can't. They went to Sony and Xbox, and they're like, PlayStation, we'd love for you to put a remote play app on our device. Xbox, we would love for our device to be used on XCloud, and so that right there is like, it doesn't necessarily matter if they come out with a Switch Pro version. Sure. With updated everything, because it can all just be streamed and on the Switch, whether you're an, an Xbox person or a PlayStation person. Makes sense to me. Or does it? Because they'll come out, as soon as I upload this podcast, they'll come out with something that defeats everything we're saying. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. We better check. Did something come out 10 minutes ago? Like, well, uh... They're completely wrong about everything they said on their podcast. It's just in. <laughs> That's why they're waiting. They're waiting on us. They're waiting like, we'll just wait till they wait, wait on us. Here's my thing, though. I, I don't think, I mean, at least where, at least around here, Wi-Fi is not, is not good enough to stream games yet. Uh, it's not widespread enough. You're correct. For it, to, for it to replace a, a Switch a Switch Pro, you know. Yeah, and that's what Stadia's problem is right now, is they can't get it everywhere. They don't have any exclusive things, and it's not working like you would want it to work. Like what Matthew said, like you can definitely like say they come out with remote play for PlayStation. It'd be really easy to play like a you know, like Final Fantasy, like a JRPG or a simulation game or something like that where it doesn't really matter if there's a little bit of button lag or whatever. But people aren't going to be playing Overwatch, Apex, Call of Duty type games 
on remote play. Um, so oh no 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 it's not happening. So, but I don't know. It, it'd be really sick if if it at, would be uh, cool if at because PlayStation said they're not going to be at E three, but if Nintendo did their little thing at E three and they're like, oh, PlayStation Remote Play is coming to the Switch. Technically, that means uh-huh. you had E three PlayStation. You liar. That is a thing that they would do too. I could see that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Bunch of um, jerks. Uh, one more thing about this topic, which kind of correlates to PlayStation, um, that came out today. Uh, Xbox's Phil Spencer basically came out and said that Nintendo and Sony are not their competition because companies like Google and Amazon and Apple are, you know, actively seeking out ways to get games to, you know, like the 7 billion people all over the world. And so, again, I think that that's somewhat talking about uh, their xCloud project and how that might also come to Switch. And then Switch will be set. Switch will be like, listen, we got all our first-party games, and then if you want to play something on PlayStation or Xbox, you can just play it on here too. But I agree that... uh, That would be wild, man. More games and more places. Shoot. What's there to hate? I mean, lag. That's it. Gotta catch them all, man. PlayStation has been uh, been on the butt end of things when it comes to partnering up with people. Xbox and Nintendo have been partnering up forever, and then all these third-party games want to do cross-play, and PlayStation's like, eh, nah, and then they're like, okay, we'll do this one. And then, like, a couple months later, okay, we'll add this one or whatever. So it seems like maybe they're finally turning around and that this generation of next generation consoles is going to be more like what you just said more than ever just games wherever you, wherever you want to play them you can play them and if you have a, if you have a switch you can play them all possible but i to be fair if i was playstation i would have done the same thing they did except for i would not have allowed crossplay on anything because playstation's king right now as far as consoles sold and i mean they have way bigger user base than anything else so i under, i get why the other two would be trying to partner up. Nintendo doesn't need the partnering for the for users. They need the partnering for third-party stuff. PlayStation is just in the games department right now. It's just killing it compared to everybody else. So, yeah, I don't see yeah. uh, I don't see much of a change in PlayStation for this generation. I think they're just trying to. Listen, we're just going to take exactly what we did with the PS4. We're going to call it the PS5, and we're just going to try and I continue hope so. with our craziness. I hope so. Um, but yeah, we'll, only time will tell. I think, personally, I think May, sometime in May, uh, will be some sort of PlayStation event and they won't announce everything but they'll announce some things and then sometime maybe a week or so after E3 they'll announce the prices of things like they'll probably show off everything in their event not announce prices maybe hold off a game or two or whatever and then do some sort of state of play stream or another Wired article or something where it's like yeah PS5 is going to cost this much and 
and blah 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 but time will tell we are now in February we're still waiting on our February Nintendo Direct Where where's it at we need to see some more Animal Crossing gameplay before we can play it but uh that's gonna about wrap up this podcast boys um again thank you all for listening to this if you're listening from ouchthathurts.com thank you so much um, we are also on Apple Podcast and Spotify and Facebook. If you're listening to this on Apple, please give us five stars. It helps us out a whole bunch. And if you're on Spotify or anything else, you can hit that share button. Share us with the world. Um, and, yeah, if you want us to talk about something, a uh, topic or a news article that we may have missed or a question or anything, you can tweet at us at LogOnGames or comment on any of these outlets or our facebook page or send us a message or whatever and we will get it on here and again this uploads every friday so we will see you all next time oh, yeah see you yeah.